Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas. I'm enjoying my um, abstinence week, or uh, I don't know what (laughs) the fuck we're calling it. Um, it, I'm getting along. I've got goddamn 10 days left, I think. 10 days. 10 hellacious days. And I'm joined this evening uh, by Parker in Tulsa. Parker, how you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. Thank you. I'm going to drink your share tonight, okay? Oh, thank Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, b- Blessings be to you, Parker, and the Parker family. Oh, sweet. And also to you. Sweet nectar of the gods. What are you drinking this evening? Dude, yeah, I'm drinking a IPA by Three Sheeps Brewing. Okay. Out of Wisconsin. Um, it's called Water Slides. And let me let me find that IB, a, IB. Jesus, not, I'm not looking for IBUs. I'm looking for ABVs. Uh, 6.7. 6.7. Um, it's a good standard American Shibu- IPA. Yeah, it is a standard. Sheboygan, Wisconsin. The most fun name to say in Wisconsin. Absolutely. Dude, and the label is really cool. It's like textured it it feels like a fine grit sandpaper or something it's just fucking different which obviously sticks out and so good good for you three sheeps brewing this was one of my uh beer of the month club beers here oh cool now you do that oh god my dog just broke into my brew room he's sorry he's not uh he's not enjoying the fireworks show that's going on outside the house right now yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is it's January fifth, and Brian has fireworks going off in his fucking neighborhood, like Fallujah. Yeah, it's goddamn ridiculous. It's ten forty four at night, and we have full on fireworks display going on outside. So, hey, um, Brian, you know you got to use them though, or else this time next year they might be dud. So I'm gonna side with the teenagers on this one. Oh, you mean the uh, middle aged teenagers that we have? Uh, running yeah. Facebook pages and homeowners associations here in my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Those ones. Yeah. 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 I came across a, a posting on our HOA Facebook group and went a little something like, um, yeah. Anybody want to go in have these? I found a, a Chinese company that can send us $400 worth of artillery shells for 120 bucks. Um, if we go in half and half, maybe we can split it up even more if we get a few more people on the block. Uh, like, it, it, it was insanity. Then someone had the audacity to post a drone video of New Year's Eve fireworks festivities that happened at midnight. And it was like, you know, the, the sweeping shots across the Hudson River in New York City on New Year's Eve or Fourth of July? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Imagine that, but with a lot of fucking houses and no goddamn water. It was great. It really was just a thing of beauty. 
It's not a fire hazard at all. Well, um, yeah. I am interested in 400 artillery shots for 120 bucks. So you go ahead and reach out on my behalf and say <laughs> I'd be interested in going half seats next year. Parker's in. <laughs> so you're going to have to ship it a little a ways. Good deal. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's, do you love me some artillery shots? I, dude, I hope some. This sounds really bad, but I hope someone like doesn't lose a finger but gets one really fucked don't, up you know don't, like they don't, have to, they don't say that yeah they they're out there and they're because no, it's not a kid karma's a bitch brian no next year you're gonna lose a finger lighting a black cat or something <laughs> not even lighting a black i'll be using a can opener and it'll just lop a finger off <laughs> yeah what happened he got his finger cut in a food processor it was the damnedest thing i ever saw on fourth of july on fourth of july just so happened to be oh yeah you're right right. yeah so speaking of like neighborhood okay uh drama um are you on next door i am not i refuse i know frank is he is oh yeah yeah, dude okay so it is i i had refused for the longest and uh i finally got on about four months ago maybe okay. and it's just it just a bunch of dumb people with access to the internet <laughs> and it kind of i kind of thickly enjoy it because it's like to me it's like watching the local news you know the only reason i watch the local news is just to laugh at their blunders and their poor segues and their shitty audio quality and people honking in the background of the interviews or you know Yelling, fucker, right in the pussy, that type of yeah. stuff that is on the fly that they can't do anything. I just, and just how, you know, the, how cheesy it is. And that, that's really the only reason I watch local news is, well, next door is kind of a beautiful microcosm of that in your area. And it just really, <laughs> man, some of the stuff that people post is just like, what is wrong with you? The other day, I just, I should screen, I should send you this one. It was like, just straight racism um, at its finest. Yeah. It was this like lady that (laughs) was a a kid basically riding through her neighborhood. um, And he happened to be black and he had a bag on and I'm like, yeah, that's called a backpack. Like, but it was like right around Christmas. So she's like, watch your presents and watch your packages. (laughs) What year is this? Oh, Jesus. Okay, we might have to press pause here. Just okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, very sorry about that. A little uh, double technical difficulties on our end. Much apologies, but we're back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was technical difficulty on on your end. It was a child difficulty on mine. You know, we all have our things. Like Frank has a motherfucking railroad in his backyard that goes through every twenty minutes. I've got a child that yells at me. Um, Willem has so. banjo lessons that come out of nowhere. Angel lessons at ten thirty. Yeah, it's the damnedest thing. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, but uh, back to the next door, like being just, just fucking, just completely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's such a waste of time, but part of me enjoys it. Like that story I was telling you about, like the lady who was like clearly just profile. Like, come on, lady. Like you wouldn't have posted this if it was a little fourteen-year-old white boy driving around, like on no. a bicycle. No. <clears throat> Let's be honest. You know, uh, so I'll have to screenshot that one to you, Brian. A white kid could have been driving by with a crowbar hanging out of his back pocket and like 
gl- you know, gloves on, uh, 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 a bandit mask, and they'd be like, oh, look at him, he's dressed up like a little raccoon riding around on his bicycle. That's so cool. Meanwhile, <laughs> she says <laughs> she says part of the word raccoon when she sees the other kid riding by, but not the cool oh. part. She's just a <laughs> fucking racist. <laughs> Oh, for sure, yeah. The white kid could be, like, blatantly carrying five Amazon boxes, and she would have driven right by in her Mercedes. <laughs> she stops and helps him pick one up. Oh, look at little Timmy dropped one. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so next door for uh, those that have nothing better to do in their life, um, it's something to look at every now and then, maybe on the pot or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've been looking at on the pot lately? Um, uh, 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 sure thing, the the Snooky book that I received as a Secret Santa gift. And I hate that book. I fucking hate it. It is god-awful. Um, luckily, uh, my my shitty shit-reading material has been replaced by the Putter Potty. Or Potty Putter. Whatever whatever you want to call it. But uh, I don't know what you're talking about, a Potty Putter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, Frank decided to send me a Christmas gift a little late. Came in the mail on Friday, and uh, he sent me a text making sure that I knew that it was a couple's gift, so I needed to share it with Mrs. Brian. <sighs> but it is a putting green mat that you roll out in front of the toilet, and it's got a little short putter and uh, some little plastic golf balls that you putt into the holes of the putting mat, the putting green. So wow. you take a shit and put some golf balls. Okay. I can't tell you the look on Mrs. Brian's face was uh, utter disbelief. And then when I told her, hey, sweetie, this is a couple's gift, so you get to have fun too, <laughs> she goes, fucking hate it. <laughs> like, the, it, it, the look of sheer, are you, like, are you shitting me? <laughs> are you? Are you actually kidding me right now? I was like, no, no, no. Frank was adamant. It's a couple's gift, so is you're it, welcome. Is it cheese dick? Like, is it oh, like just yeah. completely okay. cheap? Oh, yeah. Dude, it is full of potty puns. Um, It even says, it comes with balls. Like, <laughs> I, I'm most offended by the box on the, on the outside of the box. It says, hilarious gift. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's already <laughs> setting itself up Did for... He- Greatness. So this is like something that you would get at Spencer's Gifts or whatever that store was in the mall? Yeah, basically. Uh, except he found a spot where on Amazon where they sold it. And he uh, sent it my way up north. <laughs> I'm appreciative, Frank. I really do. It's great. Um, gives me something to do while I'm taking poos. Um, you know, hopefully work on that short game while I'm taking care of the brown game. You know what I'm talking about? Drive for show, putt for dough, man. And make some dough in the pot. Uh, man, he should have just sent you a bidet instead. I, I feel like that's a more functional gift. Honestly, I was afraid he was going to send one to me. I, I'm afraid because like, afraid. That means I'd have to reinstall my toilet seat again, and I just don't want to fucking do that. I, that's like two screws. <laughs> it's a lot, though, man. Like You got to get down on the floor. I got to give the toilet a reach around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Yeah, I hate whenever my kids like throw a toy back there or something. I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you get it, son. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Well, this one's gonna have to go get bleached for at least thirty minutes. It's got to soak in bleach because 
I, I miss a lot, and I miss I go bank shot every time. Try not to miss short. Yeah. You try to go long and bounce it back in, but <sighs> that's kind of like gray area back there, no man's land. Like it never really gets a thorough cleaning, right? Uh, yeah, it, nobody it, wants to hug the porcelain to get back there with a toothbrush. Uh, but when you do have to actually hug the porcelain, like you know, this is the time of year where those nice stomach bugs come around. And you know, you've got kids, they they pick up some nastiness, yeah. and they, they're they immune to it. They're like, yeah, roll around in a Petri dish, I don't care. And then you go to pick them up, and God, it's just... They're, they're, kids and their germs just try to kill adults. That's basically what it is. And they're like, they're like oh, let's make them as sick as possible. Make them shit their pants or throw up everywhere. And uh, yeah, when you go to hug the toilet to throw up... Ooh, that was a good one. God, Thank you. Still going. That was deep. Yeah, that was deep. Uh, when you go to hug the toilet to throw up, you look up and you're like, oh, "I really need to clean this toilet." <laughs> like, oh, yes. Wish I'd have wiped the, this down yesterday. The little perineum between the tank and uh, the bowl. Uh, that's not the word we want to use, but it is what it, yeah. exactly what it is, though. It's a, a toilet tank. Yep. Um, if you will, sometimes yeah. when the toilet gets clogged, you have to snip it for to get the clog to come all the way out. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to stitch it back up and you haven't put the honeymoon stitch back in, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, that little, that, you're right, man. When you're, you're already like throwing your guts up and then you look up and you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you go into, that's disgusting. You go into parenting criticism mode. You're like, ah, God, I wish I had to clean that. You just sound like your mom. You're like, I can't even wipe the back of the toilet down. What happened? What are you doing Dude. with your life? But when you're throwing up, like nothing else matters. You oh, yeah, you no. easily look past that, and ju- you are like best friends with that toilet, like laying on the toilet seat, your your cheek on the toilet seat. Oh like, yeah, and sometimes ugh. it even helps clear the rest of the way. You know, like you know how sometimes <laughs> you get that little bit stuck down in there, and you're like, I, I know it needs to come up. I know it needs to come up, and you're like, look at the back of the toilet. Look at the back of the toilet. <laughs> there it is. Oh god, <laughs> the rest of it comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it can be helpful. Yeah, you know, it's like a, it's like a, an investment. You know, it's like, oh, it's a rainy day fund. I just don't clean the back of the toilet just in case I find myself in a situation where I need to throw. Up. <laughs> That's let me disgusting. let me ask you this, because I, I think throwing up is just the worst. But let me pose this to you: Would you rather for two days piss out of your ass or two days of throwing up? I'd rather shit my pants. Honestly, I fucking. Nah. I would rather have diarrhea. Matter of fact, I have had diarrhea for multiple days, and uh, not as bad as throwing up for multiple days. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, but but dude, after you wipe your ass four hundred ninety times in those couple days, when you normally would have just wiped it like twelve times, yeah, and it just gets raw, and it's I just mean, the worst. Raw dogging is one thing. Uh, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. It literally feels like you've got that beer label um, shoved in between your cheeks, and it's just rubbing, rubbing sandpaper between your ass cheeks. Even even if it's the softest of angels, soft whatever, like it still feels like sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is what it is. It's one of those that, like, I will take, I will take a sore, a sore bee hole over my hair dunked in the toilet because I'm vomiting so hard. Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with you there, just because vomiting is so terrible, especially whenever you you have nothing more to 
throw up and oh, you're just you start, dry heaving. Or you start puking bile. That's bile. The yes. Fucking um, nastiest. Like, you don't even. I'm not. I'm no doctor. Okay. So I want to preface this statement this way. But how the fuck does bile get there? I feel like it's not connected to the tum tum at all. And yet it still comes out. I don't feel like that's natural. I think that's Satan. That's exactly what's going on here. Again, not a doctor. I might be wrong in a couple in the way I think that the inside of the body works, but I don't know. I don't know how the bile gets to your mouth to come out. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. It's. Uh, I think you should probably hit up Doctor Oz see if you can go on the show. Oh, now we're talking. You think you have no beer left behind representation on Doctor Oz? You mm-hmm. hear the way that we drink on the show, like, and you have how many beers a week? What are you fucking? What are you, my mother? Get off my dick, Doc. Jesus. Well, no shit, you got diarrhea. <laughs> you're you're consuming twelve to eighteen beers a night. Okay, all right. Well, I feel like when you say it that way, it makes you sound bad. But I'm just fucking hanging out with my friends and talking to them over the internet. Fuck you, man. Ye who cast yes. first stone. <laughs> You have legitimately depleted all of your good natural biome in your stomach from the beer. <laughs> I've replaced it with uh, yeast, so yeah, got that going for me. Little yeast colony down there. D- down there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. It uh, and I yeah. Did that? Did that sound like a beer that's about you know, ten inches tall? Uh oh, is that a natty daddy? <laughs> You already know it. Yeah, it sounded it sounded like it had some girth to it. So, oh, it's yeah. This would this would be the talk of the of the campus talk for of sure. The campus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. right. You, you, that new Brian kid in town. Yeah, no. you know those natty daddies, right? Yeah, he's he's got one of those in his pantalones. I'm, I'm not gonna say I've seen anything. I mean, it's just. And then you just drop your hand on the table. You're like, that's all I'm going to say. Dude, I feel like that would just be, I don't know. I mean, if you had a natty daddy sized dong, like, <laughs> the uh, head would. I, I, I don't. I it don't. would look like a small helmet. It would legitimately be. Oh, you mean like one of those like souvenir uh, ice cream helmet bowls that they give yeah, out at yes, uh, so Dippin' Dots in? Yeah. You just put that on your on your dick. That's good. Yeah. I, keep I mean, it out of the sun whenever you're like <laughs> at the beach. Keep the sun off it, yeah. You don't want to get sunburn on that thing. It really... I, what, how the fuck do we get to talking about a, a 25-ounce can-sized <laughs> dick? At, I'm going to change the subject. So I'm going to change... I'm going to do a hard shift in gears away from Cock Talk well, 2019. <laughs> Frank requested that I go down that road, so... You're welcome, Frank. Frank Frank is the only one of us who lives down that road. He just wants us to come visit him every now and then. You guys want to talk about some dicks? No, Frank, for the last time, we're not talking about dicks today. Well, if you guys want to talk about dicks, I'm down here. Just just waiting. Anyway, uh, Parker, did you... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was was, was seeing what your your subject change was away from something that you're... (laughs) You're running away from. I'm not running away. When from you want to run toward it with an open mouth. Okay, I back into those conversations very slowly, but assertively. 
Anyway, uh, no, I was going to say we didn't uh, get to hear what you did for the holiday season. I know last year, this is how my beer memory works, last year you found yourself in possession of some like uh, two-year-old Shiner Light Blonde that you were uh, complaining about about this time on the cast. That is absolutely correct, yeah. And I don't think I've been to that liquor store since. Probably best. But- or since getting the Sam Adams Nitro, even though the Nitro project had been completely dismantled. Defunct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they burned that factory. Uh, yet I was stoked to see it. Um, yeah, that's the same place that I got the Shiner. Yeah. That really... Um, I, it's probably for the better, but it's almost like a curse because I'm already like very thorough, and, and sometimes it is a curse in like, just anything. Especially work. Um, yeah. So that, that kind of ruined me. Like, I check the born on date, the bottled date, whatever, on every purchase now before I walk out the store. Like, before I walk you up to the register, even. Like, I'm I'm, I'm rotating bottles around. I'm, <laughs> you know, flipping boxes over. Like, yep. um, yeah. So, you know, you, you taught me a lesson. So, f- fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Fool, fool me twice. Uh, well, we got we got a saying in Oklahoma. You probably got one in uh, Texas too. That uh, says, "Fool me once, you can't fool me again." Um, so yeah, I now I always like I'm I'm that guy. Like uh, I feel like I'm at my my mom's house, like checking expiration dates on shit before she feeds us. Holy shit! Uh, I go ahead. Because she's well, actually, both of my parents are kind of terrible. And my dad will drink like cottage cheese milk out of the jug. He's like, <laughs> "No, it's still good." I'm like, "Jesus Christ, it's two weeks over." Whenever they said it was supposed to be bad, <laughs> you've been leaving it out here on the counter every night just for fun. Oh, <laughs> dude, we'll go over to his place sometimes. And he's like, "Yeah, there's some pizza in the fridge, and I just warmed up a couple pieces, and it's." It's like two weeks ago, because I, I know that I was over there the last time that they had this. Yeah. And and then even worse, Brian, it'll be Little Caesars. Oh. oh so it's like, you well, can't even barely eat Little Caesars like three hours after you purchase it, let alone like three you know, weeks. seven, 12 days later. Well, yeah. like. Well, we do know um, one thing that <clears throat> Little Caesars pizza, it just, it keeps its triangular shape uh, when stored in suitcases for months and months at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it stands the test of time and apparently does not mold either no it just uh, turns a different color and smells horrible <laughs> oh god yeah this is uh for any any new listeners this is a throwback uh um i i as a prank one time when brian and frank and i were uh partying in stillwater i put a piece of little caesars in a ziploc bag and put it in the inner lining of his suitcase this, uh, I should say, it was while he was still like a traveling company man selling <laughs> shower rods, shower curtain rods, yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. Uh, all over the map, and and it was in there for what? Was, I don't even know how long. Uh, Six see. months. Yeah, that was my birthday, so it was like February, March when we did that, and then it was like August, September when he was mm-hmm. down in Dallas, and my wife let it slip because he, she heard us laughing yes. and she was like, Oh, did you tell Frank about the pizza that you put in his luggage? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I'm about to, I guess. 
So, and then it was another like, <sighs> I want to say it was another like month or two because he had to track down that luggage. Because he, yeah, like Parker said, he was living out of a suitcase across like, I don't know, across New York City in various hotels or some shit. I don't know. Like he couldn't get to the luggage that was <laughs> in question uh, for another like yeah, six, it, eight he, weeks. Because he would always have luggage strewn all over, like from hotel concierge desk to hotel concierge desk. And I, I think he's still got a set of golf clubs out there in some hotel in New York City. Floating around. That he forgot. He's yeah. Got a baggage check for like a, a suit uh, that, and tie. Like his tuxedo is just you know, moving around Brooklyn right now. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was a great, like, long game prank. I do. Went better than, oh, yeah. I mean, we put it, like, in the lining, like he was trying to smuggle coke over, like, through the air. <laughs> hey, wow. The best was he was so angry that, like, when he found out, he was like, I've had so much stuff dry cleaned because I thought it was the shoes, like, my my <laughs> workout shoes in the back were making everything else stink. <laughs> That's right. My babe, man. We probably like he probably lost out on like promotions and friendships and uh, all I, kinds of stuff because people like were like that 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 kid always smells like rotten stuff. Yeah, there was a Little Caesars that uh, I don't know got I don't know, somebody died in a Little Caesars. <laughs> it smelled like this for some reason. God, I think I think he might have killed somebody in a Little Caesars. There was uh, there were there would be days, weeks, months go by, and I wouldn't think about it once. And then I would be at work at Staples, hating hating my job. And I would think, I would just picture little Frank running through an airport, trying to catch a plane, like dragging a suitcase behind him, and a goddamn drug dog is just going ape shit because he smells a little Caesar's pizza in his bag. Oh, that would be beautiful. It never happened, but if it did, held up at customs, like, yeah, the whole night, just grilling him like, "What is in your bag?" Like, I don't know. It's a triangular like, shape. English has a second language. <laughs> yeah. ESL, ESL. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, son. It says here you're not from here. Oh God, no. Mm. Look at him smuggling pizza in like a common animal. Okay, well. Anyway, I don't know where we were going with that. Um, oh, uh, uh, expiration dates on stuff. And uh, oh, yes, date things yes. in general. So I did the. It's weird that you mentioned going to your parents' house and cleaning up. I threw mm-hmm. away like I cleaned out my mom's refrigerator at her house. Like I just went through the door. Just I was like, you know what, mom, I'm gonna start at the door. Found a few things. Been trying to make some space for you. You know, over the holidays, we got a lot of stuff in the fridge, a lot of food made. I was like, I'm gonna try to make some space for you on the on the door of the fridge. She's like, okay. I start looking through things. There's things with uh, 2016 expiration dates. I was like, I'm just going to get rid of this. Going to get rid of this. I'm like, ah, here's a, here's a jar of pickles with no pickles in it. So I'm just going to go ahead and get rid of this as well. Uh, clearly, you don't need pickle juice that... Uh, okay, all right. And uh, just threw... Like, I had half a trash bag full of stuff. I was like, yeah. Cool. Uh, she was like, oh, don't throw... Like, yeah, and every now and then I catch a, oh, don't throw that away. We need that. Oh, we need that. Oh, we need that. I threw away a, uh, a container of French's yellow mustard that was a good mm, eight, nine months out of date. The next day, uh, we're making making uh, little appetizers, getting ready for dinner. My sister goes, oh, hand me the yellow mustard out of the fridge. I'm like, there ain't no yellow mustard in there because I threw that shit away yesterday. She's like, what? I put that in there from her cab, her pantry. 
I moved it from the pantry oh, to get wow. it in the fridge. I was like, oh, oh, she's got stuff in her pantry too. Open it up. And there's like four other bottles of French's mustard. All of them equally as out of date. Some of them older than nine, like eight, nine months out of date. Oh, dude, that's, yeah, that's, I would be like super excited if some of some of my parents' stuff was only eight or nine months past. Oh, yeah. I'm finding, like, I find shit that was, like, 2014, 2012, like, mm. like, I mean, sometimes, like, shit in their houses is just, like, doesn't even have, like, <laughs> websites on the back of it. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> it's got a fucking, like, price tag on it, like, printed price tag. Where the fuck did you buy this? Did you buy this at a convenience yeah. store? No. Not the grocery store. Like... Tags? Everything has a website on it nowadays. Now, this was like back when people still read magazines while on the shitter because they didn't have any other form of entertainment. Anything. Yeah. Uh, th- th- you mean the dark ages? Jesus. <sighs> Dude. I, um, it's funny. I, so my in laws are notorious for moving. Like they've moved like five times since, uh, my wife and I have been together. And it's not like really? apartment to apartment. No, they're buying like bigger and bigger houses and different like legitimate moves that they do. Um, so <laughs> they're two houses ago. We sit down for dinner. They had been in this house for almost a year, and I uh, like they had a, a baked potato. They had made me a baked potato because I hate sweet potatoes. But they were like, "Oh, we made Brian a baked potato." Same here. We appreciate that. Thank Man. you, thank you for looking out for me. And they're like, "Oh, we set some butter out for you." I was like, "Sweet." I look, and it's a a bottle of spray butter. Okay, first off, <laughs> whatever your thoughts on spray butter are, I am not for it. Not for it at all. <laughs> it's fucking gross. I don't hate me spray butter. I that's fucking disgusting. So the bottle of spray butter is out on the table. I clearly have no desire to use it, but I notice it looks a little different. Like the yellow bottle is a little pale, and I'm like, huh. Well, that's weird. I pick it up and I'm going to put it back in the refrigerator where I know they got it from. And I see on the neck of the label that the expiration date is 2006. Now, <laughs> this God. my wife and I got married in 2010. So, in my mind, I'm like, this thing was four years out of date when I married this woman. Um, and it is now, <laughs> I think we had been together two, three years. I've been married two to three years. And I was like, in my mind, I wasn't so concerned about the date. Because, like, you know, if you don't use something, it gets stuck in the back of a refrigerator. And, you know, whatever. Shit happens. But I thought, I was like, well, they, they flipped in this house for only a year. They packed this up. They had to have packed this mm-hmm. in a box. They were like, yeah, we're going to pack it up. And then it, they're going to move it. And they when they moved it, they unpacked it. And again, they saw it. And they mm-hmm. were like, nah, looks good. It's going to be fine. And when I brought this to their attention... Put some ice packs in this box, Harold. This is the contents of the refrigerator door. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They're like, oh, yeah, we got to make sure we get this one on ice quick. I'm like, no, you don't, because you can just throw that fucking thing away, because it, 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 like, are you fucking kidding me? This is Bush 2. Bush 2 was in office, and this was, (laughs) this was going bad. It was going bad before, before he left office. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I, when I brought this to their attention, their their response was, "What's butter? What's going to be wrong with it?" Like, besides it tasting like shit, I don't know. You tell me. Also, it's spray butter. Pretty sure it's not butter. I don't I don't know how that works, and I'm sure Derek could provide more insights, but pretty sure it's not fucking butter. 
Dude, no, that's made at the same plant that makes spray-on suntan lotion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, ah, fuck, which tube do we plug into this thing? I don't know. Fuck it. It all goes the same. I don't care. Yeah. It all tastes the same. Like, listen. <laughs> listen, Bob, the houses that are going to be using spray-on butter, they probably have shot taste buds anyways. Like, yeah. they're, they're you're good. They're not going to notice the difference between I, dude, canola-based uh, cooking spray and... Uh, SPF 110. So let's just send it all out. <laughs> yeah, it's brown butter. Um, hey, you you made me think of something whenever you said Bush. Um, oh, God. And oh God. I was thinking not Bush Light, not Harry Bush. Um, I kind of like, I was kind of thinking like, the this I didn't know that the flags were at half mass for a month when a president dies. Yeah, it's intense. Did you know that shit? I was like, all right, already, just put that motherfucker back up to the top. Like we're good. Yeah, because it was so much that was like later. Like I was like, why are the flags still down? And I had to look it up on one of those. Oh, by the way, there's like, there's I a- for sure. Thought I was gonna get porn site, but there's like halfstaff.org and halfstaff.com. I thought I was gonna get semi flaccid, just a dick uh, site, <laughs> natty daddy cans, yeah. half staff, like, but yeah, like a <laughs> solid month. Yeah, dude, they don't fuck Come around. On. They do not. Fuck Why? Around. That's so dumb. I, well, I mean, there's that only is, been that is dumb. That is really dumb. There's only been 45 presidents, so. I, there's been millions and millions of people in America, but only 45 of them we've said uh, you're, you can you can be president, and you can you can be the sociopath that runs this place for four to eight years. Yeah, you can be the FDR. Also, uh, everybody who came before FDR had the option to just continue running. They wanted to make yeah. Washington king, and he was like, ah, "Fuck it." I heard a fun <laughs> story about George Washington. By the way, do you know how he died? What, probably like syphilis or something? Uh-uh, he caught pneumonia. But you know why he caught pneumonia? Allegedly. No, but I love that you're using allegedly from some guy that died a couple hundred years ago. <laughs> this is bros. I'm saying it because it's just one, when you so hear you don't get a lawsuit from the Washington family? <laughs> no, when you hear it, you'll go, fuck you. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm just saying allegedly. Uh, he was fucking his neighbor's wife, and his neighbor came home, and he jumped out a window and rode back to his house on horseback with his dick and balls out, like no pants on, and uh, got sick from the cold, uh, windy horse ride back home. Caught pneumonia. What? Dead. Alleged. I Listen, bro science is telling me this. Allegedly. Uh-huh. Huh. Did Frank point you in the direction of that website? No, it came directly from no one on this cast. So mm. <laughs> I was going to say Troy, so but I'm like... probably accurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's 100% accurate now. Uh, Interesting. No, well, that's funny. Um, I mean, I'd rather die like that than in a uh, horse-drawn carriage accident, you know? Am I right? Am I right? Horse-drawn? <laughs> What? <laughs> you talking about Mr. Hands? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, I would rather die doing something cool like parachuting or skydiving in the parachute doesn't open versus 
dying in a car accident, but I, I made it for the time era. Uh, I made it relevant for a horse-drawn carriage accident. I see what you did there. Yeah. I appreciate see? that. Yeah. yeah. It's not funny anymore, but for those that got it the first time around, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Remember that time that I was like, yeah, this is how George Washington died? <laughs> Clearly not how he fucking died. <laughs> oh, God. You just looked it up on your own self? Yeah, I just... Just did it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, well, I'm not saying that he didn't die that way, but um, the actual cause of what? death, <laughs> actual cause of death, uh, was that he lost massive amounts of blood in an attempt to cure him from his illness. Uh, what? Yeah. Doctors uh, were practicing. You know, they practiced that whole bloodletting. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently, some doctors. Listen, listen to this shit. (laughs) Just let all the bad shit out. (laughs) Overnight, Washington woke his wife, Martha, to say he was feeling very sick. Yeah, like, I just banged fucking Sally next door and my dick hurts real bad. (laughs) Anyway, that's not in here. Uh, And that he could hardly breathe or talk on his own. Eating all that muff the other night. Anyway, the former president asked his overseer, Albin Rollins, to bleed him. Doctors then arrived and bled him four more times over the next eight hours with total blood loss of 40%. 40% of his fucking blood was let. You can't do that. That is not something you can do. Yeah. Listen to this shit. Washington also gargled with a mixture of molasses, vinegar, and butter, and he inhaled steam of vinegar and hot water. His throat was also swabbed with a salve and preparation of dried beetles. An mm-hmm. enema was also and- used. <laughs> and by wow. the late afternoon, Washington knew he was dying and asked for his will. Jesus Christ. Well, had he, he probably would have lived had he used spray butter. Right? Right? I Dude. Mean- Okay, listen to Dude. listen to this shit. His okay. last words were spoken were around 10 p.m. and he said, "I'm just going. Have me decently buried and do not let my body be put in the vault less than three days after I'm dead. Then, do you understand me? Tis well, dead motherfucker died. 1799. What? <laughs> what Don't the- put my body in the vault until three days later, like in- uh, unless he like. Did he think he was going to, like, Romeo and Juliet it and come back to life? Well, remember, uh, they had those uh, series of people just dying and then uh, waking up in a fucking casket. So I guess they wanted to give him some time. (laughs) Give me a second. I want to fucking do the old Hulkamania thing or the rock thing where a hand is held up and then the crowd cheers and and I stand up at the last second right before the referee hits the third count. Yeah. That makes sense. See, he already had a phobia of being buried alive, huh? Yeah. He sounds like he's a little bitch. Sorry. Sorry, Kinda. Mr. Washington. Sorry. Fucking George Washington. <laughs> um, I like how they were trying to make him king, and like they had already forgotten like what they just left. Right? Like, <laughs> Fucking idiots. Like, yes! <laughs> let's start a monarchy again. <laughs> And they can persecute us uh, religiously. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so back full circle here, like on the half-staff thing, like the flag's half-staff for yes. 31 days or whatever. Yes. I'm like, well, tough shit if you have another like tragedy or something in the meantime. You're like, well, sorry, bro, 25 people died. Well, the flag's already at half-staff. 
So I don't know what you want me to do. Do you want me to lower it to like quarter staff or I'm attack on three days at the end of this month? I don't know what you want from me. I mean, by that time, asterisk, a flag with an asterisk on. (laughs) See other tragedies. (laughs) Oh fuck! Yeah, you have to you have to erect another flagpole real quick and then hang that one in half staff too. And like ah fuck me. Flagpole business would love that. Oh fuck yeah, dude! There's something. There's something that uh, we can really get behind here in America. Uh, flagpole big, companies, big flagpole, big flagpole. Yeah. <laughs> I think big flagpole is what you'd have to call someone with a natty daddy sized cock. Oh, absolutely. That's what they are definitely called on the streets. Oh, big old oh, big flagpole over here. Yo yo, what's up, big flagpole? <laughs> Uh, and there's a song. And we're back talking about it. God damn it. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, last one, last one, and I'm done. There was okay. a song called Flagpole Sitta, and I think it would just go well if that was your stripper song. Um, I'm just saying. When you, you, you know, listeners at home, you do the math. You work the joke out. Work that punchline in. You're welcome. Anyway. Dude, it would be awesome. You know those chicks that like hang from like uh, the ropes and the drapes and stuff erotically. Yes. Sorry, no. I was I was okay. trying to think. Of, I was trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of a funny punchline, like a little joke, like a, a you know an ignorant answer to go in there, and it just wasn't coming to me. I do better when I've got beer in my system. I'm, I don't know what happens. Anyway, yes, I know who you're talking about the aerial acrobatists or a- acrobats. Yeah, I don't even know what I was gonna say now because because you just sorry you mind fucked me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Parker. <laughs> uh, I wanted to know where you were going with it though. Jesus, dog out here! I'm about to murder my dog. Hold on, is this is my uh, this is my Buddha train right here. Hold on, let me let this dog in. So play elevator music. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So I, I I'm I'm glad that Parker's at least letting his dog. In and out of the house, um, Frank would just show images of his dog, you know, lounging about the entire his his humble abode. Okay. And let his I mean, basically, Frank is running like a Mike Vick type compound right now with the amount of dogs, and uh, he's just got a lot well, going on. Dude, down. I will sell my dog to Mike Vick for pennies on the dollar. Jesus Christ! I was joking about but the old he- Frank Mike Vick thing. He's just got one dog that's a little rowdy. That's it. Yeah, no, he's just, he barks at everything, like a change in degree in temperature, and he's like, what the fuck? Like, anything, the wind changes direction, it's just like, shut up. What's that, boy? Change of barometric pressure? I'm at least, yeah, exactly, like, yeah, Um, I'm at least good, and I let him in, like, I've got other neighbors, and we've talked about this, that just, it's like, either they are deaf, or hard of hearing, and they take their hearing aids out at night, or something, and just yap 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 yap. But now this dude, he's just I love him to death. He's a great dog, but he barks at everything outside. <laughs> just like shut up. Does uh, you know my dog? Uh, he he is something else. He will like this morning. He decided. Mm, I'm ready to go outside. It's fucking 5.30. Let's do this shit. So he, like, pounces up on the bed and, like, wakes me up. Okay. Take him. Be like, uh, maybe he's got a shit. The dog went and just ran outside in the backyard for about 15, 20 minutes. And I mean just ran. Ran, 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 
hiked his leg once, ran, ran, ran. Finally comes back at like up to the back door, like, all right, all right, I'm ready to come inside. Let's go inside. Let's go inside. Let him in. And he just uh, walks at a leisurely pace, walks in the door like he wasn't just outside running like a psychopath. Walks inside the door and uh, then just goes to lay back down on his bed. That was it. Just, that was it. No barking, no chasing anything, no shitting, nothing. Nothing. Just fucking run like a crazy person. <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> hey, fucking dog's weird as shit. He's still like living I'm... with a homeless person. My uh, my daughter made me proud the other day. Uh, my daughter was in the backyard barking, and she got down from her seat at the table. She was eating. She got down, didn't say anything. Got down, went to the back door, opened it up, and said, "Duke, stop barking. Get in here." And I was like, "Oh, I love you. <laughs> and you're mine." Yeah, we uh... like, clearly that's said that much around this place that she's got it down pat, like the tone and the the. Like everything, delivery is perfect. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's what I was trying to say. Is delivery? <laughs> I was trying to say direction. Uh, last week we were up visiting my family, and uh, my daughter has a little like toddler bed. Yeah, it's you know a little tiny little mm-hmm. kid bed, so it's close to the ground, and uh, she's in there sleeping, minding her own business. The dog decides, mm, I feel like snuggling with you because uh, the two adult assholes kick keep kicking me out of the big bed, so. I'm going to come snuggle with you, which was fine until uh, my daughter decided to start flailing around and moving like she does at about like 4 o'clock in the morning, every morning. And uh, she rolled over and couldn't turn because my dog was in the bed. <laughs> and uh, it, the, the commotion that ensued was enough to wake both my wife and I up. We look up, and she is like half asleep, sitting up with the dog like laying across her legs. And my dog is a 40-pound Pitbull Blue Healer mix. He's a big dog. So you're watching this unfold on the baby monitor? No, because the, the, uh, in my parents' house, the bed is in the oh. guest room. So it's like okay. across the room or whatever. So we're just like sitting up and watching all this. She's half <laughs> asleep. She sits up and she takes her little toddler hands and pushes my dog. She goes, Spike, get off of me. <laughs> pushes the dog the dog looks at her he's clearly he's not mo- he, she's not moving him he looks at her like god damn it this fucking thing he like gets up waits for her to move like to roll around get comfortable and then he just lays back down on her legs <laughs> like at her feet it was just the cutest little thing to see two little baby hands push this immovable object just going spike move the dog just going ah whatever I don't fucking know what do you want from me what do you want me to do? I'm trying to be comfortable here. Awesome. Um, you said hands, and it made me think. Um, earlier, I had to do one of my least favorite things as an adult. There's a lot of things that I would rather do than this particular chore, if you will call it that. Self-prostate um, exam? I would rather do a self-prostate exam. I'd rather let a homeless person from Frank's HJ's for the homeless shelter uh, give me a prostate exam than reach my hand into the garbage disposal side of the sink with all the mush and the destruction that is and find the 
children's fork or the <laughs> Tylenol syringe or whatever yeah. is making the god awful noise whenever you flip the switch for the garbage disposal. <laughs> the tablespoon, like that's my favorite, is the measuring okay. cups that get dropped down there. You're like, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and dude, and that's just the worst. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I need to find like a neighborhood kid. Just be like, hey, I got another garbage disposal issue. We come down here. I'll make sure I'll guard the light switch that <laughs> controls the, the on off. <laughs> you know, here's ten bucks, Billy. Just shove your oh, it's just it. so gross. You know, I invested in a nice pair of metal tongs that get down in there just right. How? Like they, they're, they're, I, don't know, uh, I mean, you don't have that the dexterity of your own fingers feeling for that needle in a haystack well, of disgusting you, chopped up food. Also, I keep my garbage disposal pretty clean because it gets. I can't stand the smell of fuck shit sitting in there, so I, I clean that bitch out pretty regularly. Either I well run it constantly or. I throw the old cleaning agents down there, and that helps. That helps a lot. Yeah, I should probably be more proactive on that end. Yeah, but it always seems to be like after, I don't know. Oh, immediately after some slush goes down there, you're like, ah, son of a bitch. Yeah. Something slipped past the radar and made it into the garbage (laughs) disposal that I didn't see. You look over and I haven't even chopped it up yet, and it's still just. You look over and your kid's dunking a half bowl of spaghetti down the. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Pretty much, dude. I'm always like hyper vigilant whenever I've got my hand down there. Like nobody come even, nobody even yeah. come over here. Yes, like do do not touch that switch. Like I can't even, I don't even know what the fuck that switch is. Like it's what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Our switch is you, under the sink, like under the cabinet, under the sink, and I still. Oh, yours is? Yeah, I'm still like everybody get the fuck out of here. Everybody move out of the way. Meanwhile, oh, mine's you're like blocking the I'm cabinet blocking, with your yeah, leg. You can't get in there. Meanwhile, I'm thinking like there's probably a gremlin under there right now. Who's about this like uh, final destination? My fucking arm into this garbage disposal right now. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting. Okay, so I say switch because I mine is is wired up to a little light switch to the right of the sink. Yeah, mine mine's a light switch, but it's under the under the cabinet under the sink. Interesting, Kate Sarasante. Yeah, um, my uh, my it's probably in- safer. It is. Mine looks like a fucking like it's gonna turn the light on above the sink. No, no, <laughs> you gotta know if it's the left one or the right one. Oh shit! There's two of them there. Uh, there's two of them there to further complicate matters. Yeah. God, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just need to. I got my hand down here. I just need to flip the switch and get a better look. Get the light on over the sink. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. Oh my god! It looked like uh, Pierre Paul. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? Who is that football player got his hand blown off by a firework, bringing it all back around? Yes. (laughs) We end up looking like the guy from Scary Movie that stirs the mashed potatoes with his little weird little hand. Oh, his strong hand? Yeah. Here, take my strong hand. Yeah, the thing about it is, is like, I could legitimately have my left hand in the disposal and, uh, and, and be that drunk, bumbling idiot that's like, let me get a better look at this and turn the light on. Like I would, I'd probably just go ahead with with my good hand and go out in the backyard and shoot myself in the face because I would never <laughs> that down. As a safety professional, like yeah, Parker uh, jumbled his own hand up. So you guys do the math on that, and whether you want to listen to him or not. 
<laughs> you come in with bandages on your fingers. You're like, what happened? You know what? Let's not talk about it. Let's get down to safety, though, huh? I did this to show you guys yeah. that, that shit happens. You just go say it. Do as I say, not as I do, motherfuckers. Everybody turn to page three. Let's get into this. this. for you. <laughs> for the sake of science, I fucked up my own hand. A walking example of what not to do. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Brian, did you see that... Uh, AOL finally did away with email accounts just uh, about a month ago. Oh, fuck me. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to get my uh, my email forwards from my uncles. Dude, I legit know somebody that was not happy about having to uh, <laughs> get a Gmail account. <laughs> An older individual, albeit. Yeah. But uh, so I know some... Brian, I know somebody who this directly affected, okay? Oh, shit. So, yeah, I take this very personally. Oh, God, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do they, are they, yeah, they finally gonna... did away with email accounts. There's no more Brian at No Beer Left Behind at AOL.com or whatever. You know, yeah. I fucked that up, but yeah. <laughs> uh, How crazy is that? I, I, dude, I'm... I'm very sorry for your loss. I almost asked the dumbest fucking question, which was, do they listen to the show? And then I was like, no, that would require them to know what a fucking podcast is, and they're an AOL subscriber, and that's that's a dumb question, Brian. Don't ask that. Don't yeah. Ask that fucking no, question. Books on Cassette is still like just mind-blowing to this individual. So. They go and check those out at the library? <laughs> yeah, you can get three at a time. Yeah. I'm working my way up through the Louis L'Amour series right now. It's going to be fucking great. It's like OG Netflix or Redbox. <laughs> yeah. Or public library. I remember renting shit like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do, will, will kids even go to libraries anymore nowadays? Like, I think so. I don't know what for. For what? Hey, the same way that we we go to museums, you know, on class field trips. And... Uh, I don't Why not know. just put like a small library in a museum so kids can point at like the old librarian and be like, "Oh my god, that's how they used to access information was encyclopedias." Yeah, fucking morons. There's the internet. What the fuck are you doing? Like, I remember doing reports on stuff, and you were like, "You got assigned frogs, so you went over and you found the F encyclopedia." <laughs> like, yeah. And you flipped to the frog page, and there was like, I don't know, eight to twelve paragraphs about frogs, and, and then it was on to, you know. Fringe. Something, <laughs> friends. Uh, no, 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 that would fall on. before. Uh, See, I was trying on the fly to think of something directly after FRO, but fro- I'm not that intelligent. Frodles. Everybody knows frodles, about frodles. Like scrotal, uh-huh. but yeah. for frogs. Frodles. See, scrotles. <laughs> then you gotta go find the fucking S encyclopedia. That was some scam, huh? Encyclopedia. Oh, that was yeah. a real son of a bitch. Redirect. That was the original redirect. Like, uh, yeah. But it wasn't even like, you know, your dictionary, you look something up and you're like, ah, see this. You're like, ah, son of a bitch. And you just flip back a couple hundred pages. But you had to go get a whole different goddamn book. And heaven forbid that you got all the way back to your seat, like in the library, and you flip to the right. You're like, son of a bitch. I got to go back and now I got to do some old school bartering with Jimmy, who's got the G encyclopedia. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I have. Did you guys use like a like a placeholder for your books in the in the, in the library? Oh, like my favorite was we, a librarian early on taught us a placeholder, and apparently that librarian was some like intern librarian who no one liked, and uh, mm. she did the old oh just pull a book slightly out from the shelf to know where it goes um, back in, and then I remember I did that one time, 
and some librarian goes, that's the, f- that's the worst thing you can do. You're just destroying the books now. You don't even know what, like, oh, 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 you're going to have a book half out on the shelf? Like, that's going to stay there. I got, like, a whole lecture for doing something that her coworker told me to do. Like, you know what, fuck off. I'm in third grade. Eat dicks. <laughs> I hated the fucking library. So, she, so she, her revolutionary idea got shot down by the 80-year-old that had been yeah. in the library. Um, so we used uh, paint sticks, like from Sherwin Williams. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'd be like, "Hey, put this paint stick in there, and you little fuckers better put this back in alphabetical order." That's actually a good idea. Um, it's a great idea. I'm going to use that next time I go to the library. You just come in with your own fucking paint stick. <laughs> when the fuck was the last time you were at a library? Exactly. The next time at a library, oh, you better fucking get your paint stick now, because you know. Next- Next week when you're at the library, Brian. Um, I I think if yeah. you're a kid, yeah, libraries are great. You can go check out books because you know yeah, when you're they, learning. My how kid, to my read. wife takes my kids to this one that they have like a storytelling time or something. Yeah. You know, like on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. or some shit. But could you imagine like actually being like, all right, I would like to know more about. Uh, the breeding cycles of elephants. Yeah. I'm going to go to the library tomorrow after I get off work for a couple of hours. Yeah, I was going to say, you're like, you're planning your day. You're like, all right, what am I going to do? Let's see. I got a busy, busy schedule at work. Um, going to finish up the Norton project. Going to make sure that that gets all taken care of. And I'm going to go, uh, oh, I got to drop off the the gas bill. I got to pay that bill in person because I don't know what a fucking, I don't know what the internet is. And then uh, I need to swing by the airport real quick and purchase some tickets in person for my upcoming flight the following week. Oh, I had better go ahead and swing by the uh, movie theater and purchase the tickets for the upcoming uh, show <laughs> that I wanted to see on Saturday. A little matinee treat myself. Oh, you know what? I'm on the way home. I'm going to swing by the public library and block off a couple of hours so I can really dig into the mating cycles of the East African elephant. Nope. Dude, you got to get that you time at the library, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, meanwhile, the reality of the situation is you have a bunch of kids who are eager to, to learn how to read. You have some really good librarian like staff like trying to help keep those kids reading and interested in reading. Meanwhile, playing the delicate balancing game of keeping them away from the dozens of homeless people who are just looking up pornography on the computers at the library. Are <laughs> like, just just looking for a warm place to lay down in the foyer. Or that, yeah. They're just like, oh, god damn it. All right, now we have to talk about the, the, wealth, the wealth gap in society to these fucking kids who just want to learn how to read. <laughs> Why can't they just work at the library? Well, because he's got some addictions, okay? And that's really a bigger problem. Sorry. May not be all libraries, but uh, I didn't think that was that big of a problem until I came down to Texas, where they, um, you know, don't treat homeless people the greatest. Yeah. they Here they got, like... The sign says you got to have a membership card to get inside. Fuck you, homeless people. <laughs> yeah, that's the the byline is fuck you, homeless people. Uh, meanwhile, um, from their from their high horse that's set up, set atop cinder blocks and is only eight feet wide. Like, hey, our trailer might be a trailer, but at least we got a floor, asshole. Back. Hey, Brian. Hey, Parker. Does your daughter have any, um, (laughs) 
Does your daughter have any little people toys? Uh, she did until we got rid of a lot of them because she never plays with them. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had gotten some like from hand-me-downs from like nephews and I never really like looked at them or seen packaging. Okay. Well, uh, Christmas, my uh, mother-in-law got my daughter like a, a little people's whatever set, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, no shit. This company is straight up called little people's. Oh yeah. And I thought to myself, how in the fuck in this day and age is that still acceptable? <laughs> well, because they're little like, people. They're not little people. They're just people that are... Brian, little. have you looked at their proportions yeah. of these little things? They Okay, yeah, I see where you're headed with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I see where you're headed <laughs> with it. I mean, yeah, okay, it would, be, it would be worse, yes, if they were called midgets like yeah. if you saw a commercial for midgets on that one saturday morning on abc on saturday morning like yeah but i mean okay they're kind of peace maybe they were ahead of the curve on the pc like they they were calling them little people like before that was you know like suggested i mean I, I i had a few little people uh toys when i was growing up and i remember remember i was in the transition between <laughs> little people and weeble wobbles between male and female. Yeah, I okay. was transit personal transition. <laughs> no, you remember those? Uh, oh, so this is a thing that's been around for a long time. Oh yeah, no little, little people. people. Little people have been around. Oh, for I didn't a know minute. about this. Yeah, uh, I had okay. I had uh, weebles wo- weeble wobbles weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. That's goddamn. That was the shit. And those like transitioned no. over into little people, and uh, yeah, it was made by like Little Tykes or Fisher Price or one of those fucking goddamn toy conglomerates. That basically yeah. bought all the mom and pop toy companies, and they're like, "Fuck you, get the hell out of here!" <laughs> like, if it's big not, toy, yeah, big literal big toy. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I didn't know that this has been around for a long time. So maybe that's where they're like, they, "Yeah, fuck you." We've been around for seventy years, calling it little people. They're from New York, like some East Coast. East Coast Family Company? Is that it's what it definitely, is? Definitely. Yeah, it's East Coast. That's yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. Well, um, fucking little people. Everybody knows us. We're the goddamn, we're the little people company. It's what we are. <laughs> Speaking of um, awful I, accents, go ahead. I just thought, like, there would be protests about there being a children's story called Little People or something nowadays. Nah, nah, nah. We're, we're more worried about uh, uh, little kids getting, like, snatched up. So they, they fuck them. They can go play with whatever they want as long as it's not with a stranger. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're just like uh, have your priorities. Yeah, yeah. But if all those other things get solved, then we should definitely move on to protesting the little people toy little, company. Little people toy company. What if it was a company called Little People and it was owned and operated by all little people? Oh, well, then that's fine. Okay, it's an equal opportunity employer at that point, except. They never hire like normal sized people. <laughs> well, then it's <laughs> then it's discrimination. Hey, but you, know, you know, no bullshit though. But that's kind of like real world, like casinos, um, Indian casinos. Yeah, yeah. Good luck applying there if you are not of that you know tribe. Like, you eh. could be the most qualified motherfucker in the world, and they'd be like, "Ooh, yeah, about that." Um, Sorry, I don't know. There's some of like I'm sure it's some some because uh, all of them are a little different. But I mean, 
shit, my brother worked at an indie casino and well, okay, so I should caveat that, or sorry, not caveat. Caveat that. Uh, That's good. Disclaimer. Yeah. That uh, Cherokee casinos, I know for sure, for sure, are that way. Like oh, yeah. they are um, Cherokee first, other Indians second, and then God forbid we can't find a candidate in those two categories, we will maybe move on to somebody who is not Indian. Yeah. And um, only then we'll be like, if you fucking go fill up the car. I don't know. I fucking yeah, then the- <laughs> menial tasks that your 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 feeble mind can can manage. They call they call you racial slurs every day at work. Yeah, fuck boy. Who that's your that? that's your name tag. It just says fuck boy. You're like, what the hell is this? Huh? Oh, we're letting them work here now. I see. <laughs> oh, fucking! I thought this is a good company to work for. I. God damn it. Oh, sure, Eric. Welcome to the team. Fuck. Now we got to deal with this shithead. That's the whitest name I could think of. That was good. That's good. Yeah. Fuck this. I'm going to go work for little peoples. Yeah. At least they fucking... At least they appreciate us over there. I don't know. I don't know why I chose the voice, but I chose it and I stuck with it. So That's good. Um, I will say this. We, we did that... Uh, I did that brief... Uh, uh, East Coast accent for a second there, mm-hmm. and it made me think of uh, a good friend, Peter Griffin, and uh, the wonderful things that he yeah. does. Uh, there nice. is a bar that is opening up. It's a thirty-day pop-up bar situation. Don't know how that's legal. Don't know how it's happening, but it's happening. Wait, what's the 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 broken stool? It's the drunken clam. Drunken clam. So, uh, I don't know if you can. Oh, you almost. clearly can't see that. Okay, I see it. Fucking idiot. Uh yeah, it's a bar in Dallas. The bar is the Whip Dallas. Uh the Whippersnapper, sorry. They uh basically have turned it into a theme bar for the next month. And it's just a family guy theme. It's pretty good. That's awesome. Pretty good stuff. Okay, so I think the broken stool is from the Cleveland show. Yes. Which That's I right. would argue better show. Yeah, absolutely. Better show. Yeah, absolutely. In the Family Guy I universe, I love the Cleveland Show. It's fantastic. Rollo, maybe the best character of all Dude. goddamn time. He's yes. <laughs> Speaking of little people, remember when he gets like they they he gets mistaken as a little person, and he's like, I don't know. He he's almost marrying that other little people lady. Oh and yeah, she's actually like forty, and he's like six. Six, yeah. And then they bring up the fact that uh, oh, goddamn it, what's his face? The dickhead who wrote the You've Got a Friend in Me song. God damn it. Uh, James Taylor? Randy Newman. No, Andy, oh, okay. The, the guy who wrote the, uh, the the Toy Story shit. Randy oh. Newman had a song. Yeah. Randy Newman had a song called Little People or Worthless or some bullshit. Like That's <laughs> not the name of the song, but it's essentially the fucking gist of it. It was like a satirical song that was uh, uh, that he was making fun of. It was fucking ridiculous. Uh, and as I'm saying that, I feel like I'm going to George Washington myself. Short people. That's the name of it. Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> that's the name of the song. The name of the song is short people, but the lyrics are short people got no reason repeated three times to live. They got little hands and little eyes and they walk around telling great big lies. They got little noses and tiny little teeth. They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet. Well, I don't want no short people. Don't want no short people. Don't want no short people around here. 
Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what? They okay? Uh huh. Yep. Uh huh. Well, uh huh. Speaking of little people, um, have you ever heard Brad Williams? Yes, comedian, stand up comedian. Yeah. Yeah, he's freaking hilarious, and he is a little person. He is. He is a, he's uh, a little. He's a little fireball. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious. He is. Um, do you listen to? Um, I haven't started listening to his podcast yet. It's called About Last Night. But um, do you listen to uh, your mom's house? No, uh, I used to religiously. Uh, I used to like l- literally. Every episode that would come out would auto-download onto my phone. Nice. Um, but I haven't in a, in a while. I don't know what... You know, I go through, like, phases and... No, um, that's not... That's natural, Brian. It's okay. And sometimes when I touch myself, it feels good. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know where that uh, came from. <laughs> Repressed memories. That's weird. <laughs> uh, speaking of that side note here, like, a couple years ago for my birthday... Uh, I guess it was my 30th birthday party, uh, a friend of mine... Speaking of kind of like library shit, uh, he somehow had found a book at a garage sale, I think he said. And it was clearly from like the 1950s. And it's about uh, going through changes as a young man. Nice. And it's fucking awesome. I've got it up <laughs> by my workbench right now. I saw it the other day and laughed. <laughs> and Some of the stuff, it basically was like, whenever I put my hand in my pants, it doesn't feel bad. It doesn't feel bad. Unless I'm a girl, in which case it's awful. Naughty. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's the 50s. No. You fucking yeah. keep your shit together. No. Yeah. People didn't finger blast until at least the early 90s. Uh, I don't know. I think it was a thing in the 70s. There was just way more hair to get around. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That was a uh, barrier to entry. You could finger blast for like 20, 30 minutes and then never actually penetrate anything. You just fucking moving around in the forest. Like, goddamn. Is that good for you? (laughs) No, no, it wasn't. Like the goddamn Viet Cong down there just trying to find the entry point to the cave. (laughs) That's true. Then you you call in the air support and they drop a bunch of Agent Orange. Yeah. Nair. Just clear it all out. (laughs) Nair. That's where Nair came from, kids. Yeah, Agent Orange. (laughs) Fuck me. All right, I got it. Might have cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Might? No, definitely. You know, anyway, remind me to tell you, maybe I'll tell you off the cast about the conversation I have with my dad. It might not be cast-worthy. It might be cast-inappropriate, and that's saying something. Um, Wow. Wow, that is really risque if we cannot say it here. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's over the top. Um, anyway, my dad is convinced that he's uh, he's become diabetic because of Agent Orange, and turns oh. out he might not be wrong. <laughs> like, really? Did yeah. you read into it? Yeah, yeah. It's not a not a good thing. Not a good thing. Yeah. It also could have altered DNA that he passed on to uh, his kids <laughs> that could lead to back disease. <laughs> huh. Thanks, Monsanto. Really appreciate it. It's good stuff all around. Has your bag been hurt in the last few weeks? Uh, for the last like six years, five years. Your neck, your back, your neck, and your back. My, my hmm. nutsack and my crack. I, hmm. so I don't have a. I don't have a a p word. Um. Uh, all right, one more thing here. Okay. I feel like uh, as we're coming to a close, maybe. Yes. 
Or maybe not. I don't, I don't know. You, mm. you know it's, it's really Saturday night. It's really hot in this beer room right now. <laughs> Fucking okay. It's so hot in here. <laughs> I don't know that... Maybe we've discussed this in Grinds My Gears past, but um, the NFL today, I just... The announcers are terrible and the commentating. We've we've talked about that, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I hate, absolutely hate, that they play an instant replay for every single play. It'll be like loss of yards. It'll be like gain of one yard run. Like every single play you get an instant replay while the while the team's out there lining up for their next for their next play like yep it's that the, drives me up the wall it's like i don't fucking need to see that I, yeah replay the big bombs down the field or the or the sack okay i get that or the touchdown of course but every single play like come on and you wonder why the broadcast is five hours long now and they're trying to figure out ways to shorten it up a little bit because they're losing viewership so if they're <clears throat> sorry uh they're the, the reason that I don't know my my uh, diagnosis to this problem or my the, the issue here is that they're trying to fill up time. They're not trying to they're not lengthening the broadcast any by doing replays every two seconds because nothing's happening on the field. What they're doing yeah, well, is, is cramming yeah. more stuff in to like keep people's attention. In reality, like. People don't fucking like you're you're watching the game one of two ways, either like with a lot of people with the sound off or by yourself with the sound on or well, I guess three ways or by yourself with the fucking sound off because you hate listening to the commentary. That's it. Me. Like, yeah. The, so you're really talking to maybe 10 percent of the audience who is fucking listening to what you have to say. And yeah, I understand. Like, oh, I watch because Troy Eggman. I like hearing what Troy Eggman has to say. Jason Witten's got a pretty good breakdown. Or when John Gruden was on there, like, oh, listen to Gruden talk about it. It's fucking great. I really understand. He gets the game. He gets the game. Like, all of it is bullshit. It is. You know what? There's one. Uh, there's one broadcaster. He's not. He's not a broadcaster. He's. I've talked about him on here. Uh, he has his own podcast. His name is Pat McAfee. He's a former punter for the Indianapolis Colts. He called a game last week between Green Bay and... Fuck me. Whoever the fuck Green Bay played last week. Um, anyway, he fucking... His, call, his calls are ridiculous. He is essentially a stand-up comedian who just happened to be a professional punter. And... Uh, Oh, the Lions and Packers. I'm up here in the booth, Justin. Sorry. Justin Cutcher alongside Rob. God damn it. Just stop playing. Sorry. So you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah. No, well, so I couldn't watch it because it wasn't, it was out of region for us here in Dallas. But the, I'll send you a link to the, uh, to the YouTube, like, best of clips so you can enjoy that. Uh, He's funny. He is goddamn funny. That's good. That's but, good. That's what we need more of. But like, that's not what happens every week. What happens every week is you have Jason Witten forgetting where he, what fucking time zone he's in, and he's it, like, man, he's sometimes, terrible. sometimes I gotta tie my shoes different. He, I won't say. Hmm, I just had an experience with him cut, cutting a commercial for a product that I deal with, and the commercial, the first, the first cut of the commercial was so bad that I thought that he was having a fucking stroke. (laughs) 
It was yeah, so bad. It's it's CTE like on display. I felt like I had CTE after watching it. That's what it was. I was like, oh <laughs> fuck, I've I've got it bad now. <laughs> I gotta wear a patch Dude, and everything. That would be good though to get like actually funny people in there rather than freaking. Chris Collinsworth or Dude, Joe Buck. Like, always said since from the time I was in high school, like my goal was to do a play by play or color commentary like like a bro. Like someone you and I got in the booth and, and called plays. Like you don't yes, fucking like, know people's oh, oh, names. Okay, like, like, oh like, shit, you see that? Watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, and you're like legitimately enjoying it with the people who were making the calls. Like, Jesus Christ, you see that catch? That fucking guy. Holy shit. That would be like that would be much more appealing to the average man who's watching the game. Dude, some of my favorite shit is watching football games with people who get overly excited, whether it be Frank or some of my family members, but they'll sit there and uh a guy breaks a run or like my favorite are kickoffs and punt returns. Someone inevitably will go. Oh, he's gone, and within about three seconds of him of the whoever says that saying, "Oh, he's gone," he get like he's the, wrapped up, just gets annihilated, <laughs> trips himself in open field. The fucking chain gang doesn't realize that their shit's out in the middle of the field and takes the guy out. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do. There's always that person at the Super Bowl parties too, you know. Why don't they just run it outside? That's my favorite. Holy shit. I have a family member who I refuse to watch football games with because their response is every time someone run like every time a team runs inside the tackles, they're like, I don't even see I don't know why they're doing that. Just run it outside. No one's out there. I'm like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fucking super athletes aren't out there with Yeah, they they, they didn't even they didn't think about that in their play calling. You should probably go tell them. I don't think they've thought about running outside, huh? Mm-hmm. These people that are making millions of dollars. Who've been doing this their entire fucking lives. Yeah, run outside. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll run it outside next time. Maybe that'll work better. I don't know. I, I will say, like, I kind of was that guy during OSU's bowl game at that last play. I jumped up and, and woke uh, the kids up um, <laughs> because that fourth and one shoelace tackle that that saved the game against Missouri. That was, yeah, I had two kids crying on that one, but it was worth it. I think Parker, I'm Looking glad back. you watched it for, for the entire cast. Cause I did not watch it. I watched more of the OU bowl game than I did of our own bowl game. Well, um, I will say that our bowl game had more action. Um, but OU, you know, they didn't help themselves by getting in a 28 to zero hole. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what kind of. I saw that. I was like, "What in the fuck?" <laughs> That's almost worse than Notre Dame only scoring three points. Almost, at least. Oh, you fucking scored points. They came back like they do. Yeah, they came back in true OU fashion, and and Kyler Murray is an amazing athlete for sure. But um, he's not that good. <clears throat> damn, twenty-eight to zero. Yeah, like that's like Apparently, walking up to. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give you. I don't know a lap head start before we run this fucking race. Let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. You, there's what are you doing? No coming, like no coming back from that. No, not at all. Eh, fuck them. Whatever. Alabama's going to goddamn win it all again this year. And it's going to piss me off. Cause goddamn Clemson. Have you seen how many players they have suspended for illegal drug use? 
Yes. <laughs> what is going on at Clemson? What Jeez. the fuck? And no one seems to be like, eh, eh, fuck it, whatever. They're just suspended. I'm like, I'm sorry. They're suspended for illegal drugs, and no one's, no one's gonna contest that. Maybe they've been using these drugs the entire fucking season. We're not concerned about right. that. We're just gonna let all these other wins stand. All right, fine. It's whatever. I right, fuck it. Who, who, who am I? Who, who am I? Yeah, they've uh, they've kind of got a history of that. Probably look into it. You should probably, you should probably look into that. I'm not saying that something something fishy's going on, but it smells very very fucking tuna like over here. So what do you? I mean, you know, it's difficult for me. Like, part of me wants to hate Alabama for the same reason. I'm not a big fan of OU because they always win, right? Uh, it's kind of the David and Goliath. Like, Goliath always wins, but you want. You want a David to come in there and kick the shit out of Alabama sometime. Yeah. Um, you know what? But, I mean, Alabama's good. You can't take that from them. No, but I mean, you know what you can do is punish them for having shitty fans, and that's the same reason that I hate... I I, I fucking hate OU, and I goddamn hate Alabama. I mean, and if their teams would just win every week and their fans would shut the fuck up, I'd be like, hey, pretty yeah. good team, pretty good football team. I can appreciate the football team True. for being what it is. True. This is the same True. reason that like, I can't like the New England Patriots because goddamn Frank won't shut up about Goat. Goat Brady. Oh, look at him. <laughs> goat <laughs> Brady. <laughs> All the, the, I, I, fuck, I, can't, I can't like them. And if you can't like a team, that next best thing is to fucking hate them. So, fuck Alabama. <laughs> I, hope, I hope both Alabama and Clemson lose, and somehow, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, but, I mean, but then do you fall into the category of hater just because you're hating because they're successful? No, right? I like, hate the fucking fans. I find myself. I hate the fucking fans. Hate, they're goddamn yeah. horrible. I, I think OU fans are worse than Alabama fans. Well, live in a state that has uh, not, like, I can... It's like living next to a sewage treatment plant. You're like, this fucking sewage treatment plant sucks. <laughs> living here is the worst. And you're like, well, hold on. You live down here. I catch the sewage treatment plant that you're smelling, but I also got this pretty strong dump, you know, a trash dump that I live next to as well. Kind of wafts over here every now and there's a shit ton of people who live in Dallas-Fort Worth area who just love to suck on that Crimson Tide teat. And it is... Really? Yeah. And it's it's probably has as much to do with bandwagon as it does with actual fans, but still, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I'm I always s- gonna run into that. Yeah, yeah. I saw a tr- uh, a Dodge pickup truck. Now it did not have Ram across the tailgate, so I had to look real close <laughs> to see what kind of truck it was. Yeah. But um, that sucks when you have to do that. Yeah, sons of bitches. If they just put it in three giant letters that I can see. Um, <laughs> The the back window of the truck was literally one of those house divided stickers. Oh god! And one side was Alabama and one side was OU. And I was like, I can uh, honestly say, if this man or woman was broken down on the side of the road, I would <laughs> find a puddle to drive through to fucking splash on them. <laughs> like, nope, fuck you. I hope you don't find your lug nuts. I I fucking don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean. I still have to give it up to them, like both OU and Alabama, though. You know. Oh yeah, no, I actually wanted OU to win that fucking game. 
wanted OU to win bad. Like, bad, bad. <sighs> they fucking let me down. They goddamn let me down. I think I'm going to try the villain approach, which is just cheer for OU every game next year in hopes that that... <laughs> That I'm the bad luck curse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a bold strategy. See, Probably not going to work. Did you see old Dana Holgerson uh, said fuck off West Virginia and yeah. is now the head coach in Houston? Yeah. Did you also know that the university... They paid more? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they paid a lot more. He's the highest paid non-Power 5 conference coach. Yeah, well... Houston doesn't fuck around, man. They're trying to they're trying to make a push to enter the Big Twelve. They, and I think that they should be welcomed. I think we should ask Baylor kindly to, to fuck get their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> stop beating <clears throat> stop beating Oklahoma State. Okay. Just get your shit together and uh fucking kindly step down. To uh, step out of the Big Twelve conference so we can keep ten teams in the Big Twelve conference. <laughs> this is the fucking dumbest shit ever. Also, oh, Cliff Kingsbury went to USC and is also getting paid more money as like an OC than he was a head as coach. As a head coach, well, <laughs> go figure. Also, um, I turned my camera back on so you can see what I'm about to do. Do you know what the University of Houston's like hand signal is? No. Okay, so you know, uh, hook'em horns, devil horns. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, OU is just the jerk off motion where you just right. Yeah. Um, uh, liberal, uh, liberal arts. Uh huh. And uh, yeah. Sikkim bears. And then uh, the okay. horn frogs is the like peace sign, you know. but you curl your fingers up. And then the University of Houston is this. Now, the it shocker. Is, it is not to be confused with the shocker because the shocker is here. So you bring your index finger and your oh. middle finger together and uh, put your ring finger down and leave that pinky finger up. So you have two in fact in the pink and then one in the old stink so that being the shocker you split them up and you do the peace sign with your index finger and middle finger and then ring finger down pinky finger up that the university of houston because i don't know how you what does hold that it. signify the u and the h so the way their their logo is set up okay. but i don't Dana Holgerson, no, I, I bring I it up. I bring it up because uh, in the initial press release video, like uh, the the Twitter teaser that they the University of Houston put out, it was Dana Holgerson holding up. He was he was drinking a Red Bull, like it wasn't product placement either. He was just like drinking a Red Bull, <laughs> and he was like, I'm, "I'm proud to be a Houston Cougar." And then he did his hand. And I was like, "This motherfucker just dropped the shocker in the middle of his <laughs> first video as a head coach." <laughs> Jesus, the balls on this guy. And then I look in the uh, Twitter comments, and everyone else was as shook as I was. They were either a bunch of uh, West Virginia fans who were like, fuck it, good riddance, get the hell out of here. <laughs> or uh, New Houston fans who were like, yeah, finally, we got a coach. He's going to have a steep learning curve. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, who, yeah, Holgerson? Uh, or the people Holgerson. who... I, I think Holgerson will be fine because he is uh, a bit of like... As far as like uh, offensive coordinators go, he's kind of oh, like great. A, he's kind of like a Mike Leach in that he, his system yeah. is wild and out there. Uh, as a head coach, and he is really and he looks like Beetlejuice. Yes, that is actually a great call. Best description I've had I've heard of uh, old Holgi. That's good. Like Spitting image, dude. It's dude when he has his hat off, he looks like a fucking crazy person. Like, if his hat ever comes, he ever takes his visor, headset, or hat, headset combo off in the middle of a game and throws it in the ground in a, in a, in a fit of Nick Saban rage, his hair looks like a, 
Beetlejuice is probably the best description. It's very, very He looks like somebody who probably spends about, on average, 200 nights a year at Frank's H.J.'s for the homeless shelter. Yeah. If if there was a hairline that described what it took to be a football coach, a Division One football coach, it's Dana Holgerson's. Because that fucking, that hairline says, I spend 300 nights a year away from my family. <laughs> I don't know what my kids' faces look like. And then he just throws his shit. I don't yeah, even was it, know what state I live in anymore. Was it him that was at OSU that lived in a hotel the whole time? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. That's some crazy. Yeah. Uh, it he never bought a house or anything, lived in a hotel the whole time he was here. Holy shit, that's great. Well, I mean, it could have been the revolving door of coordinators that uh, Mike Gundy has had rolling through Oklahoma State in the last decade. Yeah, do you ever wonder, like, is it really that they're that sought after and recruited, or is it that Gundy's the common denominator? I think Gundy is the fucking common denominator. And, like, and it's a a program that is well-funded, so we get, like, B- like if we're grading recruits, we, we get B rated recruits. So they're not going to fucking be shitty. They're not supposed to be shitty. So like they'll make offensive and defensive coordinators look good every year. So it'll yeah. pad their resume. They can go on to bigger and better things. I mean, shit. I, I, I don't know. Fucking Gundy sucks. He can eat dicks. That's, that's yeah. my 2019 New Year's resolution is. Gundy eat dicks. You should probably try to get him fired. I think I should probably try to get banned from Twitter uh, for harassing Mike Gundy. That's my actual 2019 New Year's resolution. Oh, oh, you don't do not propose that to Frank because he'll have it done in a day. You heard what he no. did, right? It's Negative. Cut. Called somebody a racist motherfucker on a Pedialyte ad and got No Beer Left Behind's Twitter handle banned for 24 hours. Oh, I did see that in the thread. <laughs> on a Pedialyte? <laughs> Please give me some context. Um, Pedialyte, the shit that you give to your kid when they're sick because they, they need some electrolytes. Yeah, it was a whole thing. We talked about it on the last cast, so I won't go into too much detail, but yeah. he, somebody made a comment and then uh, Frank. It was they were trolling and Frank bit pretty fucking hard, oh, and then Frank went to their <laughs> their profile. It would, they're just a fucking troll. They're just goddamn internet trolls. And Frank just stepped in the middle of the troll pit and just he got fucking bit. <laughs> he got he got bit. He, my favorite was his complaint was, "But they are a racist motherfucker." I'm like, "Okay, you can't." Just report the video that you thought was racist. Don't call them a racist fuck on a Pedialyte ad. That's going to get they paid for a tweet to be sponsored and like promoted, and you called somebody a racist fucker. Wow, I wish. I mean, I, I sometimes I wish I had Twitter to be able to follow. No, Frank's rants and. Nope. Barments. Nope. Um, Not. No. No. I, I get those notifications on my phone, and I'm just like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> like I'll see the same. Thanks, like the drunk uncle at Christmas time. You're just like, oh god. Except they'll do some shit at like 9:30 in the morning on a Thursday. And you're like, oh Jesus Christ, now I got to deal with this going on. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. 
Do you find yourself muting in the uh, conversation quite often or the notifications? Oh yeah, he's working out some deal right now. He's like working personal stuff through his through our Twitter feed, and I just kept getting <laughs> I kept getting direct messages last night. So I had to send him. A, I'm like, this is you actually, right, Frank? Because what they're talking about, I feel like we should report them. <laughs> he's like, I know I'm working out something. I'm like, okay. I almost suggested, why don't you take that over to Frank's Twitter page? And not here, but I was like, nah, I do the same thing over on our Instagram page, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say shit. Mm. I mean yeah. Anyway. He probably still needs therapy though. Oh yeah, for sure. I think the twenty four hour timeout period, I thought that was gonna help, but I think it just threw gasoline on the fire that is Twitter rage. So yeah, so for the listeners, uh, we may not have the same Twitter handle this time next week. We might be <laughs> at the No Beer Left Behind or something. At underscore NBLB. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for those changes. Yeah, but until then, I'm just going to play this out because this is like perfect segue. So until then, you can find us over on Twitter and Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. And uh, be sure to uh, you know slide in them DMs if you got some uh, beer suggestions for us when we leave our sobriety times, uh, or when Brian just gets tired and gives up, and starts drinking again. Um, but yeah, uh, also don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on uh, iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. Really appreciate it. Let other people know how good we are. Also, if you are a Spotify user, Nowhere Left Behind is available over on Spotify. So, nice. much love there. And uh, for Brian here in North Texas, until the next time we speak, I'm out. <laughs> I have enjoyed it thoroughly tonight. Thank you guys for listening, as always. For Parker in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I love you guys. I'm out. Ha, 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 ha.